I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll have deep conversations that will help you create a powerful transformation that shifts your perspective in life, love, and business with topics ranging from spiritual self-development, human design, astrology, metaphysics, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your psychic channel and spiritual confidant, and I'm back. (laughs) Welcome to a new year, a new episode, um, new topics, all of that. Wow. 2020. That was a lot. Um, to say the least. Um, And it's, I mean, we're still in it in 2021, but 2020 happened. It went by, we were in the house and now we're in 2022, 2022. Listen, now we're in 2021. I'm already trying to rush the year, but I'm back. Um, I, I attempted, as you all know, to do episodes last year with um, interviews that I had planned And then something really just didn't feel right, to be honest with you, about those interviews. And because some of them were done prior to COVID, like some were done at the end of 2019, some were done right before COVID happened. And it just didn't feel good to put them out um, after listening to it. They were really great episodes. And I just something in me was just like, uh, and I tried to, you know, do that whole before COVID series and it just didn't feel right. And so I said, you know what, let me just go on and, you know, chuck these up and, um, I will be making them available to listen to, um, but probably for something else just to have them just so we can get a, you know, some perspective, but not to put on the podcast. They'll, they'll be somewhere because I think that some of the information that was shared, um, and the people who had interviewed was, were, were good. Some, um, <laughs> reached out and like, do not air that interview. Um, we're just going to do it over, which is great. Um, so we are here. Um, where are we now? Um, it's 2021. And, um, as you can tell from the title of this lovely episode coming home to self, I wanted to talk about that because, you know, even though we have been home for, it'll be almost a year soon. Um, what does that mean to come home to yourself and what is home in your body feel like? What is home in your mind, in your spiritual, um, awakening or awareness? What does that mean for you? So the definition of home means the place where one permanently lives. So that is a loaded question. I mean, well, not a question. That's a loaded kind of uh, statement, a loaded explanation, because, you know, you always hear these things. Home is where the heart is, or, you know, you can be home wherever you go. And when we hear that definition of home means the place where one permanently lives, The first thing is that we permanently live in our bodies. I think that's the most important thing. We permanently live in our bodies. And a lot of us 
may or may not feel home in our bodies. We might not feel home spiritually within our bodies, emotionally, mentally, um, physically in our bodies. And I truly feel that we need to work on that this year. And I only say that just based off of my experience of last year. Um, you know, we were home in our homes, in our houses, in our apartments, wherever you were, but we almost felt very displaced. I know I did. I don't know about everyone else. I can't speak for everyone else, but the majority of the people that I've talked to, many of us felt displaced in some way. Like, yes, we had a physical location. Some of us were safe. Um, you know, of course, some people lost their jobs. Many, many people lost their lives. Things change externally, but in our sense of home and our bodies, it was just kind of weird. Um, and I use that word, um, you know, I don't like to like that word, but it was weird. It just something felt off, you know, from the adjustment, you know, the beginning of COVID, we didn't know what was happening. Um, it was very scary, um, especially in this lifetime for myself and other people. And then once we started getting adjusted to it, you just look back. I just, I, I look back at, I, I literally just missed it. I missed the COVID everything. It was my, I, I think I've said this before. My last trip was to Toronto. I actually came back on March 8th and then we were on lockdown, what a week and a half, two weeks later. And I mean, some of the things that we were doing make me cringe now because we just didn't know. And what I mean, it makes me cringe is, you know, we were the, 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 the biggest protection that we were using. Um, cause I was there for a conference. We had hand sanitizer. Like that was it. Um, I was there for a conference. It was in an auditorium, mind you with 4,000 people, and we were at a conference and that the, that was the biggest thing. Like, oh, make sure you wash your hands and hand sanitizer. I mean, just out in the streets, in lines, eating. Oh, now it's making me have flashbacks of eating food, um, you know, at restaurants or standing in line at the coffee shop. Oh, man, it was just really. We won't be able to do that again. So. That makes me sad. Um, and when we talk about coming home to self, we almost are getting reacclimated with who we are as um, humans having, you know, this experience, um, you know, souls having this human experience. And we have to like kind of find our new normal. And so when we talk about home and home being the place where you permanently live, um, we also are very conditioned to live outside of our true nature. Um, and I think that what the pandemic did to us or helped us with is many of us were able to really reassess and reevaluate what we wanted, how we wanted it, all of that stuff. So I think it was really, really good. And so I say all that to say <laughs> when you're coming home to yourself, the biggest thing that we do have to realize is that we are souls, we are souls that are having human experiences. And so your soul knows what's home. And no matter how much we try to <laughs> run from that, 
your soul is going to pull you back to home, pull you back to the essence, pull you back to what you're supposed to learn here, pull you back to who you're supposed to be. What did you came come here to do? You know, my, my whole saying that I say all the time, you, you know, came here to do a job. It's your responsibility to complete the mission. And many of us, which is another topic, are not doing our mission. We're not completing our mission. But some of us who are on that journey to complete our mission, we are listening. And so what is your soul saying? And so let's talk about that. Like there's little nudges, there's synchronicities. What is your soul saying to you? So when we think about, you know, being at home and adjusting to this new world that we are going to be in, this new paradigm, what are those little nudges that you are being pulled to do? And these nudges are not necessarily all the time something that is, oh, you know, of course you got to remove the toxic people from your life and all of that stuff and the bad stuff. But sometimes your soul is pulling you to things that you are ignoring. Um, Sometimes those synchronicities that are happening are things that you're ignoring. So let's just, you know, unpack that a little bit. Because when we talk about coming home to self, you know, we all have our own internal compass Well, our soul does. And your soul is always trying to keep you in alignment and bring you back to north. It's like, okay, we were, you're in this direction. You were doing this, you were doing that. But we are trying to bring you back to north. We're trying to get you back on the path. We're trying to guide you, kind direct you into those next steps, into things that are literally a part of your destiny, literally a part of your healing, literally a part of the lessons that you are supposed to learn in this lifetime. And many of us experience those little nudges and we ignore them for however long we do. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a, um, it's, it's not something that, you know, you should be upset about upset about it is just something that happens because many of us are not ready um when we talk about coming home to yourself and what that looks like it's going to look like things it's going to look different for everyone which i'm going to talk about some ways that you can come home to yourself but in the you know before that those little nudges that you are getting where are they pulling you to where are they pulling you away from those are the, that's where you need to start becoming an investigator and saying, okay, I'm not feeling this particular thing anymore. So maybe what I'm being called to or pushed to is something that is actually right for me. But unfortunately, due to conditioning, we are taught to live outside of our true nature. And so when we talk about doing soul work and doing things that are in alignment with our soul's mission, those things sometimes don't match up to what we've been taught, what we've seen, um, what we've even experienced. So it's going to feel uncomfortable when you get a little nudge to possibly here. Here I go with the baking references. When you get a nudge to be a baker out of nowhere <laughs> and you're just like, gosh, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Baking cakes and your soul's like, yeah, you know, you were here to, you know, bake cakes and give people sugary dreams and all, <laughs> all of that stuff. And you're like, but I don't want to bake cakes. I'm an attorney. And, you know, you, and that's a common story. And, um, 
many attorneys have uh there's surprisingly and I, maybe I'll do some research on that many attorneys leave their careers um for either careers of servicing other people in ways that like are you know like life coaches things like that or there's been I've heard so many stories of attorneys um leaving their careers to become chefs and to feed people and so that's I'm I'm going to do some research on that correlation but that is a little nudge when you have set out to do something or you have made your life one thing and then you get that little nudge to do something else or those synchronicities happen where, you know, you're meeting a certain person, you know, all the time. And it's just like, well, why don't you say hello to them? Or why don't you do something? It's, you know, that kind of thing. But many times when we do get those little nudges or those synchronicities do happen, we're mostly afraid because you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, what? I don't know if I talk to this person or if I actually listen to this little nudge that's telling me to do something. We don't know what's going to happen. But after last year, why not? Like, just go for it. Um, as long as it's not putting yourself or your life in, you know, putting your life in danger, risk risk it all. Um, not everything. Um, you know, be cautious, but take a little chance. Um, because you just never know what's going to happen. So I say all that to say, when we are coming home to self, those little nudges, those synchronicities, they start happening and they start pulling us in directions. They start bringing us a different awareness to something. So in what ways can you come home to yourself and why is important? So the first thing that you can do to come home to yourself is to create a non-negotiable daily ritual. And that can be as simple as not getting on your cell phone for the first 20 minutes of you waking up. It can be not looking at emails, not looking at or answering questions. Shoot, it can even be telling people don't talk to you <laughs> until, you know, a certain time because you know, what I know for sure is even though you're at home and we are all at home, some people are going back to the office or who are our frontline workers, you know, you can still create non-negotiable daily rituals for yourself to where you can just come home to yourself and find peace to start your day. It doesn't always have to be go, go, go. Um, you know, we are not missing anything. <laughs> um, if a 2020 didn't, show us anything is that the world will slow down. Um, things will adjust. It's up to us to make that choice on how we'll adjust and to put that first, put ourselves first. So the first thing is, like I said, to create a non-negotiable daily ritual that you do, whether it's, um, like I said, not having someone talk to you before nine, not answering your phone before nine, not looking at emails before a certain time, making tea, going for a walk, working out, something that is sacred to you. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. It can literally just be you making some tea and listening to music. And that's what you do. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is journaling. Journaling is a really amazing tool. And you know, I always talk about journaling. Journaling helps me so much. It helps you gain 
so much clarity. Um, that's, you know, number three, gaining clarity, but you can, and I'll talk about that in a second, but journaling helps open up so many different emotions, so much awareness to how you're feeling. It really just explains so much over time. And when you look back at your journal, sometimes I look back at some of my journalism, just like, oh my gosh, I was either so hurt or so upset and look how far I've come or I was glad I was able to work that out on my own. Then number three is gain clarity. Um, After you're journaling or whatever you're doing, gaining clarity when you come home to yourself really looks like what do you actually want? You know, I always talk about being honest and that is revolves around clarity that revolves around you know having a clear picture of what you actually truly desire or what feels good to you um and that sometimes is challenging when you have other people in your ear when you have other people dictating your life or what you should could would all of this stuff so that third piece of gaining clarity is just getting clear on what you desire The next thing I want to talk about is how each aura type can come home to themselves. And because, and this, and it goes a little bit deeper than just your aura type, but I just wanted to give a baseline to each aura of how they can come home to themselves. So first let's talk about generators. Um, And you're here to master something over time. Um, And that you struggle with that a lot. (laughs) So The biggest thing for you to come home to yourself is to get to the routine of your purpose. What does your inner child want from you? And I know that's kind of loaded. So let me just break it down a little bit. So when you think about your purpose and now everybody doesn't know their purpose, but we're all on a journey to meet our purpose. You know, I always say you don't find your purpose, you meet it. But when it comes to being a generator, you're about the long haul, you're about mastery. And so when I talk say get to the root of your purpose, really dig deep to the clues that are externally outside of yourself. You, if anybody out of all of the aura types, energy types, will experience more little nudges than anyone because remember you are responding to things externally outside of yourself okay and same thing with manifesting generators but there's a little tweak there but for generators get to the root of your purpose what what's your inner child want from you what are those things that you're being pulled back to what are you what's lighting you up those things can get you back, you know, to home within yourself. You can really kind of find um, a, a place of solace and um, just, it can just really make it all make sense for you. If you, what you know, get to back to what your inner child wants from you, get to the root of your purpose and start really focusing on those things. Then you have manifesting generators. And the biggest thing that manifesting generators need to ask themselves when it talks about coming home to yourself is what's going to bring you satisfaction in life? Now, (laughs) to all the manifesting generators listening, (laughs) that doesn't mean that you just don't take the shortcut and say, well, all of these multiple things that I'm doing brings me satisfaction in life. 
I truly don't believe that. I believe that because you can do multiple things, you think that they all bring you satisfaction. I don't truly think so. So what's going to bring you satisfaction in life? Really peel back the layers, really take off some of the multiple things that you're doing out of those 10 different hyphens that you have in your in your title or five different hyphens. What really is bringing you satisfaction? And when you're coming home to yourself and really getting to the core of what you want, what you desire, that satisfaction piece is going to be important to you. And you have to really look and dig deeper into what is actually bringing you satisfaction. And it's not going to be multiple things. I truly don't believe that. I do believe that you can have multiple passions or be good at multiple things, but I don't think, especially for manifesting generators, that all of those things bring you satisfaction. So pinpoint those one, that one thing or you know those two things that bring you satisfaction and that can help you come home to yourself. Then you have projectors, of course. And projectors, the biggest thing that you need to ask yourself when you're coming home to yourself is how can you invite yourself and see yourself in a better light? So we always talk about projectors being invited or recognized. And I always say the invitation starts with you first. So how can you invite yourself and see yourself in a better light? What does that look like for you to see yourself in a um, in a different way from a different perspective that is not externally validated by other people? Um, it's really important for projectors to come to terms with what they see in the mirror, with who they are, with what they think about themselves. So start inviting yourself to the things that you truly want to do, and that will help you. Then we have our manifestors. Manifestors, I love you all. Um, one of the biggest things that I find with manifestors when we're talking about coming home to self is, and the question that I want you to ask is, where are you staying silent in your life? Where are you not speaking up? Because wherever you're not speaking up and wherever you're staying silent, that's where you need to be the loudest. That's where the where you need to advocate for yourself. Many manifestors spend years feeling like they're not heard, feeling like nobody's listening to them. And they need to stop being silent in those areas. And when they can pinpoint what those areas are, that's when they really can do some major healing work, some major um, soul work to not feel like they have to stay silent. And then our reflectors, one of the biggest things you can ask yourself when you're coming home to yourself is, does your environment make you feel safe? And that is a very challenging thing in this day and age with, you know, people being displaced or people not having access to financial resources to move or to just, you know, try new things and all of that stuff. So I'm very cognizant of that. But I want you to ask yourself, does your environment make you safe? And if your environment doesn't make you safe, is it the actual environment or the or is it someone who's in the environment with you that doesn't make you feel safe? Um, is it something that you can remove, something that you can change? Because in order for you to come home to yourself and to feel good, you're going to have to find safety um, in your environment. Um, you're going to have to find some sense of safety in your job, all of that. And when those things are kind of off for you, you are going to feel all over the place. You are going to feel very anxious. Um, 
that can also lead to other things um, besides anxiety, depression. There's all these other things, but you have to figure out where you're going to find, you know, where you can feel safety. So just to recap um, for everyone is, you know, some ways to come home to yourself. Number one, create a non-negotiable daily ritual. Number two, journal. Number three, gain clarity. Um, and then, you know, we have our aura types, some different questions that you should ask yourself. And now this is not a overnight thing like, oh, I'm coming home to myself because I answer these questions. It's always going to be an ever evolving kind of thing. And what I've realized over this past year is that there is no destination. I, I, I get it that we all have our goals. We have our dreams. We have our desires. I do. I have lists and books of manifestation journals and all of that stuff. But there is no destination. This is going to be an ongoing journey. Trust me, I am not happy about that. <laughs> I want to get to the destination and call it a day. But that's just not going to work because that's not what my soul has. It, that's not what I'm here to do. So I'm on a journey. There's going to be um, touch points. There's going to be um, different, uh, you know, goalposts, but it's going to be a constant journey. And so I want you all to know that as, as long as you're uh, willing to stay on the journey, things are always going to be in alignment. Because like I said, your soul came here to do a job your responsibility to complete the mission, but your soul is also going to guide you in that direction because your soul wants you to be in alignment at all times. Yes, there's going to be detours. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be alternate routes, all of that stuff. But the goal is to get you back on the road, get you back to the destination, get you back to the exit. Um, so you can do the work that just came here to do in this lifetime. Because I always say this, you don't want to come back and do the same thing next lifetime. You want to get some options. You want to have, you know, I already said I'm about I got to kill this lifetime because I'm coming back next lifetime as a spirit guide. I'm not doing this, this earth thing anymore. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I would like to be a spirit guide or an ascendant master, something other than coming back to earth. <laughs> That's just me. Um, so, you know, choose your, you know, choose your, or pick your battles if you want to say, um, I'm, you know me, I'm always messing up words here, but that's okay. Um, pick your battles and whatever battle you choose to, to go on, that's what you do. But I know for me, um, I'm, I want to get this soul thing right this time. So when next lifetime, it's like, Hey, what do you, do you, do you want to go back down there? Nope. I don't. I want to stay. <laughs> Can I be a spirit guide to somebody? Thanks. Awesome. Um, and call it a day. So, but that's because I'm, I'm going to be on a constant journey of doing my soul's work. So if that's what you want to do, then do that. You know, cause some people, they just don't want to learn. They just don't want to follow the instructions and that's, you know, it's none of my business, none of yours either, <laughs> but I say all that to say, <laughs> To figure out ways to come home to yourself, to, you know, rely solely on your vessel that you're in, that your soul is in, your human experience. And when you put that first, everything else is going to fall in the place. So I'm happy to be back. 
Um, I'm glad that you guys stuck in here with me, but you know, more episodes are coming. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you share it with people. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, all of that stuff. But until next time, make sure you have an amazing, amazing day filled with good vibes and great energy. And remember, don't let anybody fuck with you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. This podcast was produced by Callie Green and edited by Adam Ross. If you loved this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, bye-bye.